grab your cups above Got sluts and such drugs too much Feel the rush at the Babylon Club Poo from the stash fast gambling cranks back Babylon Club, yeah it's like that At the Babylon Desert oasis, burn the chronicles, you can smell the fragrance Wake up, pleasures of the greatest, sophisticated cadence I made it in Hades for you ladies, the ladies cocaine 80 show Nose candy babies is show, heavy my flow, deadly we go Steady going for broke, got all bombs, speedboat Glimpse through the people, into the peep show Roboto toast underneath gazebos with free codes I need codes with beast mode Indeed you reap what you sow Sold audio To try to get out the barrio Let's see how far he go Bitch I'm the god particle Caps get peeled, scabs like zero Sex appeal Say my name three times in the mirror And I'll appear Light your blunt and down your beers Cause the king is here with golden spheres Something that the ghosts fear Fly rhymes, beats with musical engineers Above. Got slugs and such drugs too much Feel the rush at the Babylon Club Pool from the stash fast gambling cranks back Babylon Club, yeah it's like that At the Babylon, master my crash I'm dead cemetery Dumb sites full of dead secretaries Buried in the hole, no cemetery Yo, let me pop a cherry hole Which slow it down on this heavy bitch Blessing as good as it gets, daily remedies to enemies I could never switch, I'm your arch nemesis Creeping through the premises, barging to your residence With the precedence, the answer to your prejudice Fall off the precipice, surfing on the medicine Mix it with the mescaline, steady stacking bricks like Tetris Who should you let his head if you let his You're my fire like a vampire in the sunlight Go aloud like an outlaw in a gunfight. I'm Reverend Jones, stone snorting coke. Up in the studio recording the scope. Put this in your pipe, it's smoke, hold it in, let it out slow. Oh, you feel it? I'm your dealer. At the Babylon Club, grab your cups above. Got slugs and such drugs, too much. Feel the rush at the Babylon Club. Pool from the stash fast, gambling cranks back. At the dime store, sun, lemon, lime, kind In between the fine horse, honey, one more come on a tongue, I'm not impressed Till you're bleeding from the test And your flesh punctured two times in the chest And eating your head, dead and defeated Then deleted, your whole crew is pushy So don't push me to pull the piss out I like the boom, spark the piff, the shit slap I get it at a discount Got ten for the dismount but I stay above the clouds now Yo, gamble I think I'm going off too much At the Babylon Club Grab your cups above These fucking slate motherfuckers too much Feel the rush at the Babylon Club Pool from the stash fast Gambling cranks back Babylon Club, yeah, it's like that At the Babylon Master my crash Old powder from grass
What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. I think um I think you gotta get a little bit closer to the oh, mic yeah? from where you are. All I right. think that's a good. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Yeah, that's good right there. All right. Gonzo. Awesome. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people listening out there. Yo, what's up, gente? This is Dope Lord Sosa, aka Crank Sinatra, aka all kinds of aliases and monikers, the Witch Doctor. You know, here to conjure up some dope shit. You're a hip hop artist here. Yes. Did you mention that in your introduction, or you just said who you were? No, well, you asked me who I am, so I, I just said my <laughs> name. But I am a hip hop artist, but I, I don't just do hip hop. You know, I also paint, draw, mm-hmm. you know, do graffiti, uh, canvases, work, stuff like that. Dang, man. You do all that? Yeah, I'm trying to be a renaissance, you know. That's why one of the tracks is called Renaissance. It was initially called something else, but I got a direction from, you know, people close to me. And just like, you know, it just made more sense. And it did, it did after a while, just like, you know what? It is Renaissance because I am a Renaissance man. Trying to do it all. You're talking about one of the tracks from your new album, yeah, which yeah. We'll, we will talk about soon. But first, let's talk about how you got into hip-hop. All right. Well... I mean, my my earliest memory would be like late '80s. You know, I was a kid, man. My, my brother would bump like you know N.W.A., K.R.S.One, and stuff like that. And then people in the neighborhood would be listening to like you know that Audio Two stuff like that. When did you start participating in you know making okay, music? Okay, well, I would always like try to like write and like rap when I was maybe like 11, 12, but never really did nothing with it, you know. But as soon as I like became like 13 years old. I actually started like trying to like freestyle and like go to parties and stuff like that. And there was ciphers back then. That's the thing, you know. Now you have to go to a like a place that's specific, like a a building, you know, like a a place that has a cipher event. Like back then, you know, you could just go and like there'd be a cipher already happening, or like yeah. you create one at, at a party or like on the street corner. So like when I was around 13 years old, and you know, I started really like getting into it that way, and then I started making tapes. On a karaoke machine, of all things, and you would record your own stuff on karaoke machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I got into it, I, I, I would, I do karaoke machines, and like, I would have, uh, you know, the CD with the two. We had two tape decks, yeah. so I would get the tape deck. I would put one for the vocals. I would do all kinds of things. Like, I would record one with the vocals, and then with the track, obviously, and then I would do a backup with like the ad libs and then like i would get like uh uh i would you know i always like to wear like you know fashion and stuff so i'd be yeah. wearing like like a windbreaker and i would use my my nail my fingernail like you know to scratch my windbreaker and it would create the effect of a scratching sound yeah and i would use that in my tapes and wow. like i would circulate these tapes uh you know i was 14 15 years old and like i would circulate these tapes and like people would be like damn is that really you like yeah you know and they'd be like how come you have all these little I, it, it, they even couldn't believe that i was making you know these sounds with just what i had mm. and then i came up on a task cam uh four track recorder with the tape so i started messing with that and like i had like a bootleg uh, uh wanna be casio that i you know connected and started trying to you know you know trying to do it like that you know what yeah. i mean little by little little by little and like you know i started going to the to the battles and stuff and that's when i really started like making a name for myself because people started really taking notice of me where were these battles um they were scattered you know like there were some in central like bars and like or like uh nightclubs or something like that and like sometimes in downtown lower valley like anywhere really you know yeah and then i just started going to these like open mics and you know this is probably like 
I would say 97, 98. I'll go to the raves. And like while we were waiting in line to go to the raves, like at the 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 Roxy or it was called the X Factory back then in downtown. Um, we started cipher. Yeah. You know, I'm just, yo, yo, you know, start rhyming and shit. And like some other dude, oh, you can rhyme. Oh, let me rhyme. And like, you know, and just started going from there. And like, you know, just getting a buzz and just mm -hmm. really getting out there with the music. Well, not even really getting out with the music, just like learning about it, like really focusing on trying to learn like the past. Like people came before me and like people, my, my contemporaries, you know, here in El Paso, which were very few because. Yeah. Nowadays, anybody can rap, you know, anybody can get a computer and get get some kind of equipment and start rhyming. Back then, it, like, it was something special, like, that only certain people did, like, certain DJs that, like, wow, this guy's a DJ. Like, he has money to, be, like, put onto the records and to get yeah, the tables. Yeah, you'd have to go out of your way back then to yeah, to establish that you're, that you're serious about making music, because you're right, like, nowadays you can just get a free program. Yeah, and music was more... And, um, equipment from anywhere yeah. yeah i mean to me music has always been precious but back then it was more precious because now i could just go online and you know download someone's discography if i wanted to but back then like yo i didn't have the money to go and purchase a tape so i would go rush into the stores and like you know i was shoplift you know i come out i come out at the mall man seriously with you know ralphie what i mean by ralphie's like polo you know what i mean with yeah. some new nikes some cds to go with it you know what i mean cool <laughs> and that's the way it was you know that's the way it was at least for me because you know it pushed me in when the rapping came into play because you know all that struggle and all that like getting by and like going against the grain type yeah. of thing it helped it helped with yeah me. struggle makes the best music man that's why all the it goes the same with all the bands and hip-hop artists yeah, everybody sure. like because your first two albums or your first releases it's when you're hungry still i'm i'm still hungry man yeah exactly i'm still hungry like that's one thing that i always try to keep in, in into my um repertoire i guess is keep that hunger and keep that humbleness because you never know where you might go and you never know who you might you know come across again and you know let's say you didn't have a good uh rapport or whatever yeah you never know you know karma what karma. subjects do you like to talk about mostly yeah, you know, I just try to speak on, like, my, my journey and, like, things like that. But at the same token, like, I take influences from, you know, like, I mean, I'm big into, like, film. So, like, I, I do a lot of, like, exploitation, you know, horror, you know, sleaze. You know, it could be sleazy at yeah. times. It could be sleazy. And, um, you know, also, like, I, we were talking about earlier, off-air, uh, the comic books and things like that. You know, graphic novels. Like, I, I'm a big visual person, artist-wise. So, I've always yeah. been into, like... You know, film, like I said, like, it just blows your mind like, to see, like, you know, some Fulci or Argento, you know, yeah. Italian gore flicks. And, like, you know, even here in the States, you know, like, we had, like, Toby Hooper, rest in peace, Poltergeist, and Texas Chainsaw. So, so I, that, that, that comes into play. You're into extreme imagery. No, well, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that I am. And I prefer my violence graphic. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But I mean, it's not always, uh, you know, just that, you know. I also talk about, like, you know, conspiracy, like we were talking about earlier. Like, but it, it, to me, it's not a real conspiracy because I have all kinds of, you know, detailed files. You know, maybe some things are speculation, but for the most part, you know, I try to use that into there too. Like, Sumerian street shit is something you could, like, yeah. basically summarize this as uh, Sumerian street shit. What does that even mean? 
Yeah, it's like Sumerian. Tell you us. Know, it, you know, I, I would have to break it down, and we could be here for for hours, but. But we got Sumerian is basically like the old, the past, yeah. the, you know, the first civilization like Mesopotamia and things like that. You know, that the forbidden knowledge that we were not taught in school, like the history books. You know, that they give a revised version of history. They give you a. Little bits and pieces of information. I just take inspiration from like the books that I've read. I've read a lot of books, and you know, on different subjects like you know the art of war, yeah, and all David Icke things, uh, Zachary Sitchin, you know about the aliens and like the different bases, the different races, and like you know going into different things like that. And then also, what would you call that? Like higher levels of thinking or deep thinking? Critical or, thinking. I mean, deep thinking, esoteric, occult knowledge. I mean, yeah, occult knowledge. Yeah, huh? Yeah, occult knowledge. That's what people. Because occult basically means like it has a big. It's uh, outside of the. Yeah, it, it's like outside the mainstream and it's hidden. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's occult. Like it, it's automatically demonic. You know, it, and it could be, but at the same time, it can't. It doesn't have necessarily have to be. You know, it could be something else like Gnostic teachings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of new wave people that try to like twist it and bound it, like you know big on cults you know my like the the crystal stuff like oh like crystals the crystal skulls even like people want to you know have different crystals in their pockets like for energy or for good luck and like there's talismans and then also like mexican culture that i come from mm. you know there's all kinds of brujeria yeah. and like you know so i incorporate all of that like mythology all of that imagery it's not talked about but it's there yeah man yeah. it's there you know it's part of our it's part of our you know roots as far as like you know medicine man you know medicine man like healing because i want to heal you with like these extreme dope lyrics that not necessarily have to be about horror they could be about life or they could be about you know just living day to day like you know the anxiety and like just the the pressures that we feel because nowadays you never know you know and it's always been like that you never know you have to be on your toes and just like living through the streets like i said like the hustles and the struggles going to jail and in out just all there man it's all there like you know i try to project that into my music and use it as a you know i guess some sort of vessel to like release all this you know thoughts and of aggression and anger instead of like doing it on the streets you know i ain't about that you know i'm trying to like do this music thing when did you first release something like on the internet i would say maybe 2006 or 7 maybe Mm. um because I had worked with other people before, like I had been in groups. We we had we had put like merch down. We created merch. We did uh, what were they CDs. And I don't want to give them yeah. props because they <laughs> they screwed me over. You know, they, they, they took a lot of my ideas. Okay. But there's people that that kept it real. You know, like you know, like Tommy Guns was cool with me. You know, Self One and other people that I work with that you know they produced and like mm-hmm. we're in the same idea that I was coming from, the same background. You know, obviously we all have a different journey, but similar yeah. as far as like you know being on the streets because back then there was not that many opportunities for me. You know, as far as like you know I, I chose to do wrong and I chose to like you know get involved with like the drug trade and like you know that was the only thing here in El Paso for really like you know that was like our our destiny. For so a lot of people mm. To fuck with that, huh? Yeah Because if not I would be, you know Then you'd be fucked with Yeah, not just that But at the same token You, you wanna you wanna eat And you wanna, you know Get more money To get a better life And to like Move out of the hood And 
things like that but that same token they don't tell you about the consequences or you don't you don't you're young you know i was young so i didn't really look at the consequences which is part of the game so I, that's why I like a lot of like when i talk about like the dope lord like how i'm the dope lord and like my, my lyrics are dope and like talk about the yay lines and all that you know mm. it's it's like a juxtaposition of my rhymes like are the yay lines now you know i moved from like you know i got away from that luckily and I, i'm alive you know i try to focus on the music like put that into my music all my ex past experiences and not just things that i went through but things that i seen other people went through or, or heard about and things like that i think you went on we went, went on, on a tangent, tangent. yeah yeah I, I'm you're known you're, for that. you're talking about your we were talking about your first release oh the first release <laughs> uh, the, the first release the first release uh on on, on um Well, it was around that time, like 2006, 2007, yeah. with other people that I work with. But I didn't put it online. They, they, like I went to work with them and they put it online. But as far as like that, I controlled my own. Yeah, solo, solo, solo. I would say like 2008. Okay. Oh, actually, no, 2005. 2005. I released my own solo uh, uh, album, which was called The Prophecy, and that was done on CD with a guy from uh, a group called Metatron, I believe. Uh huh. Here from El Paso, they were Luchador Mass or something like that cool you don't remember that i think i i think i do some guy named avoid shout out avoid i know you try to you know make me pay more for the <laughs> but it's all good man help me and so ever since then you've just been recording yeah and like i said like stuff. from 2000 i'm sorry i went on a tangent there but it's because you know <laughs> 2005 i released the the prophecy And then I started working with other people, like I said, like releasing singles and like mixtapes. Like I was featured on mixtapes and whatnot. And in 2008, I, I linked up with an old homie, Self One, and he had like a little, you know, ghetto home recording studio. So we released some stuff there. That was like 2008. And then it just kept going. Like you said, it just kept going from there, like trying to write, keep writing, keep, keep meeting people, keep performing. What can inspire a song for you now? I get inspiration from all types of places, so I'm always have inspiration. I'm always have imagination. I'm a real creative person, mm. so I might have days or like where I don't write or I don't, you know, I like I kind of relax. But I'm always thinking. It doesn't matter. Like I'll be relaxing, like you know, trying to watch a movie or whatnot, and I'll think of ill things to say, mm. or I'll get it, I, I, ideas from the movie itself, or like day-to-day -day conversations or just experiences. You know, just get take from cool. everywhere, man. Take from everywhere. You also have many different personas i guess like, i don't know why Do I? yeah because sometimes it's hard to find you what on, you the, mean? on the internet because i think you're also, oh, okay. you're also okay. known okay. as Not, crank yeah check this out. look <laughs> look my my it's because see look my graffiti name back in the days was crank you know c-r-a-n-k crankster whatever so i was crank the villain crank sinatra things of that nature yes and then i felt like I think that's why I get confused. Yeah, yeah, it's because you know what I, I feel like. I feel like you know what this this has too much uh, of a of a gangster connotation because I'm known in the streets. Certain people know about me, you know, and I've done a lot of things, and like just that name just has a, a stigma to it. So I said I don't want you know I don't want to carry that name. Mm. But well, I I went back to it obviously because it's like my initial name, but I changed it to MC Anonymous. Because I wanted to rename Anonymous Because I was, I was My plan was to be like MF Doom in a way Where just yeah. you just hear my music You never see me Yeah You know Just releasing like well, Who is this guy Type of stuff And that was my whole My whole thing then But then I started like I That was like in 2008 When I came up Like 2007, 2008 So I kept that all the way up Until I met Gamble 
2013 well not when i met him but when we, we re-met and we re-linked up and we, we started working together again because i've known him since high school yeah yeah so we linked up and like he's like he makes this beat so i'm like why, why not and that's when you became dope lord sosa no that's later on i'm telling you <laughs> Uh, the MC Anonymous stayed because I was MC Anonymous but yeah. then like people would look me up like you're saying online and there was other people named MC Anonymous and they would show up not me mm. so I was like wait a minute like I don't want this to happen so I changed the, the spelling of it to try to like get a, you know around it Yeah. from MC like MC you know like like back then you know Master of Ceremonies to E-M-C-E-E -E, mm. Anonymous and that stayed for a while and then people started using that so I said, well, I don't want to be, I don't, it's because I don't want to be like everyone else, you know, yeah. I want to be like me and I'm my own person and I have my own weird way of doing curve. things. Yeah. And, you know, so I was like, I'm going to be Lex Sosa, you know, and, and if you listen to the old tracks, like I talk about Alejandro Sosa anyway. Wait a minute. Who's Lex Sosa? Lex Sosa is um, short for Alejandro Sosa or Alex Sosa. And basically he's, <laughs> uh, he's the guy that got uh, Tony Montana snuffed at the end of mm. Scarface, you know? That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. Shout out Brian De Palma. Shout out Al Pacino. The guy who won yeah, basically the guy who won is Scarface. A lot of people like that I know, they look up to Tony Montana. And you know, I do too in a way. You know, he comes from nothing and he made himself. But he had the opportunity of a lifetime to work with Sosa, who is already established, who has everything a man could want as he says yeah and his so-called morals where he didn't want to you know execute a a wife and kids that's that's what you know that's the whole thing so that's why like i basically took that yeah into my nature and you know kill tony kill tony and it's all about lex sosa because lex sosa survived yeah lex sosa keeps going and just like frank lopez told him you know ahasa is a pig that don't fly straight. People that want the fame, the champagne, the chicas, the pussy. Yeah. You know, pussy lovers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love yeah. pussy. <laughs> but it's just, you know, you have to... Business is business, you know? Business is business. So how long were you Lex Sosa for? I've been Lex Sosa already for going on, what? Six years? Mm. Something like that. But you recently released a new album. Oh, but Dope Lord. Yeah, the Dope Lord. Yeah, Dope Lord. Yeah, you recently released a new album called Gold God. Yeah. Gold God. Gold God, yeah. That's under the name Dope Lord Sosa. Yeah. Dope Lord Lex Sosa. Basically, because I'm the Dope Lord, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. There's, you know, like, have you seen the movie Split? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Sometimes I work that way, you know? Sometimes I work that way. You know, like, you, you might get some hardcore, grimy street stuff and then another one you might get like some hardcore slaughter you know like straight up like you know collector my eyes glowing you know bipolar on the track like you know yeah uh, it's just a manifestation of me why'd you decide to call it gold god the gold god well it goes to um, different things because i take inspiration from, like i said a lot of places so one of them is from alejandro jaworski mm. the the holy mountain mm -hmm. the alchemist i've also read the alchemist the book how you could turn lead into gold yeah nothing into something and that's basically what it is is 
I'm not saying that I'm wearing gold all the time because I you know I do own some gold because you have to own gold because currency is you know fiat currency has no real value if you really think about it. Yeah. You have to have uh, uh, you know hard precious metals, so that's into consideration also. But I'm not you know jeweled up. I'm not iced out. You know I'm not about that. If people think that's what the gold god means, no. Gold god means that you could transform yourself from being excrement mm. to something better than excrement. You know polish yourself and become a diamond in the you know a diamond from the rough and shit basically cool and you know you gotta shine you gotta shine you know what i mean shine everybody wants to shine so what shines the most gold and it's 14 tracks 14 tracks man with a with a remix included yeah what was the process of recording it like well the process of recording it was pretty I would say I wouldn't say uh, bad, but it was long mm-hmm. and hard because life gets in the way. You know, obviously my producer, my homie Gamble, shout out Gamble, he worked hard on this. You know, and he so did I. But there was like you know challenges during the way because you know like one track would be done, whatever, and like you know we do another track, and like sometimes. I would want a certain way or he would want something that we had to find a compromise yeah. to like really like, you know, make it something. And then like there was lapses in between, like where like, you know, I was going through my own thing. He was going through his thing. And like, not that there was like static, but it was just like, we kind of like stopped like, you know, messing with each other for a while. Mm-hmm. So then once we started messing with each other again, like we, you know, he went through his break. I went through mine. We started, we went back to work. So it was like a span of over like a year and a half, maybe two that this album was was in, uh, in the process of making because I had been talking about releasing the Gold God forever, man. Yeah. But, like, you know, now it's out, so Cause that, that's pick that a, shit up. That's a good amount of tracks, 14. Yeah, and then another reason, too, is, like, I didn't want to just release, like, write, like, in a, you know, write something that's going to be, like, taken and um, not appreciated. Mm. I wanted to take my time with what I'm saying and, like, construct it and, like, really get my message across where you listen to it and it's not disposable, where you listen to it ten times and it's like, eh. No, you listen to it ten times and you're going to find something new every time. And you could listen to it ten years from now and you'll still be able to bump it, you know. In that, in that, I try to do it in that fashion. And I know Gamble does, too. What three songs do you recommend off of it? Like, what, what three songs should people definitely hmm. listen to i mean they're all my babies right they're all my creations mm-hmm. but um if anything i would say uh babylon club for one mm. babylon club um uh, a lot of a fan favorite of a lot of people that have been getting a lot of uh f- positive feedback since i dropped it you know as a single was uh the one with wise weapon um yeah b-movie ghoulie there you go yeah. i'm sorry about that but the b-movie ghoulie um that yeah that track that track gets a lot of uh, uh love right there and then the crank sinatra and then obviously the slime boss joint i mean there's a lot of joints on there but yeah, yeah. i mean th- those are the ones that i've heard like a lot of people really dig cool yeah what was like the main message that you wanted to get out with this one what I wanted to get across was just what I've always wanted to get across, and it doesn't matter what kind of tragedy happens, where it happens, uh, it's not gonna stop me, and it's not gonna censor me, mm. and it's not gonna make me right any other way because I'm expressing my own self and I'm expressing my own truth, my own thoughts, and there's a parental advisory sticker on you know everything I do, so if you don't like it, don't listen to it. How often do you record? 
because you you work. I mean, I wish I could record every day. I mean, when I had my own setup in my house, I would record every day, and like you know, there's tracks that I haven't released yet that are still in the vault. But mm. uh, when I go over to to the G Mansion studio, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, 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 it depends, you know, sometimes it could be repeatedly, like, you know, one after the other, like, you know, a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and then it could be like a couple of months. So it just depends. You're also on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. People can find you on the YouTube, huh? Yes, they can. I had like a, a series that people would follow and people would ask me why I took it off. Uh, the, the ghetto beer review because everybody started doing it. So I, I took it off, but I, I want to do more content on there. You know, I want to put more videos and like bring you more into like behind the scenes and stuff like that so be on the lookout for that where can people find you on the web defcult.bandcamp.com which is d-e-f-c-u-l-t dot bandcamp.com and the defcult you know that's like the movement that i have it's not really a label or nothing like that just like a platform and um look up dope lord sosa at dope lord sosa you know facebook instagram and all that i'm even on vimeo too Vimeo. Yeah, because they, they don't do much copyright. You could I had like made these little videos that I was like, you know, editing. Because I also edit videos. Oh, I used to because I had my I don't have cool. a computer, but I made these little videos uh, like to my tracks. And like if I would have put them on YouTube, they would have been stricken a long time ago. What's next for you, man? Like I said, I'm a creative person, so I'm going to keep creating. I'm going to keep pushing. and Hopefully, you know, people get in tune with it and really appreciate the art because, you know, People go into a store and they spend $100 on, on a Gucci shirt or whatever, or or they spend, you know, $100 on a cocaine weekend. Why can't you spend some on some music, you know? Yeah, that's true. Or alcohol, whatever your, your vice is, you know. Support the art, support the locals, you know, people that are really pushing, trying to do something with their life and not just, you know, yapping about this and that, like making words rhyme. I'm talking about real, you know, real things. And it's, it's all entertainment, but... You know, if you read, like I said, my, my music off there, like I told you, it's like an onion, man. There's, there's different, you know, layers to this stuff. It's not easy, you know. It's not. That's why people should support. So we got to ask you, how does El Paso inspire you? El Paso inspires me because this is where I was born and raised. This is where I came up. This is what I know. You know, all my trials and tribulations, my book smart, street smarts, you know, Paso showed me how to defend myself because back in the days you had to walk around in my neighborhoods and like there was gangs everywhere, every block, every couple of blocks, you know, was owned by a different gang. So you had to always had to be on your toes. So I'm, I'm always on my toes. I'm always ready, you know, and not, not just that aspect that too, you know, the Mexican food, you know, the, the beauty of the culture, the mm -hmm. Mexican Chicano culture, you know, that that inspires me a lot. That 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 make, that keeps me humble and keeps me keeps me going too, you know, because I love our raza. And shouts out to everybody in Juaritos. Anything else that you want to add, man? Thank you for the opportunity to be, you know, heard. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank <clears throat> the people that helped me, like Gamble. Shout out to Wise Weapon. You know? Yeah. Keep it real. I'm gonna keep creating. Just wait for that. You can't get stop. that gold god. Get that gold god out now. You can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And it's not no cliche. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, man. No doubt. Thanks for having me, man. Bye. Jeff Colt. Latest. Yeah.
And now, check out this track from Dope Lord Sosa, produced by Wise Weapon. Philosopher's Stone, smoke wings, rise forth. Dope Lord, go God, go hard, go hard. So far apart from you, dude, you fall apart. Ooh, so food, so good, so hood. Always something certain, my boo boo. And I do shoot if you foo foo. Hit lips with fist if you think you slick. Dick, bitches get smacked if they acting up. Choker in a passionate kiss. Make up sex, daddy gets you wet. Vocabulary, sin is in bliss. Broken man, rev Harley's quick, in particular. Don't you dare boo with my dinner, misses I'm in her Inside, blindsided, throw under a bus Fuck love, I'm God above, I'm Black Dove Olive branch, upside down, peace sign, the last laugh Revolutionary suicide, touchdown to base camp Jungle temple, high rank, microphone ramp because we're living in oblivion, reptilians, 13 bloodlines and giving them the rhythm in meridians, to simple things, infinity my vision is, underground viciousness, bitches taste cinnamon and sin again, a villain, a village of carcinogens, dusted, burn haze baby, dark shades I'm crazy, lyrical wizard, spit physics, exquisite exhibit tidbits, since vintage did it, I'm livid, down again it's spliffs in rotation, got me lifted, unforgiven Metallica, Apollica, a splatter, Scatter your data Sam Peckinpah Rap seminar Repertoire Balls of art Drugs are bizarre Far apart Low budget superstar My B-movie groovy Getting loony with the dooley Boom bap Boom box bully The goonies Sludge rap ghoulies Sam Peckinpah Rap seminar Repertoire Balls of art Drugs are bizarre Far apart Low budget superstar Desert heat Measure these Oversights Overbite Pleasures me Remedy of Guinness B Heresy Danger zone Vexergy My legacy See lexicon Proud American Mexican Raised underprivileged Humble gifted With the vision Crash course My religion Pipe bombs at the source Awards force Feel feel collision Illicit go glitter Go getter Sideline hate is so bitter Cause I'm better A winner Hate on my name Taste vinegar Linen rug blood run Christian minister Atheist non-believer Demons delivered in plunges My sickness administered I'm sinister As far as sinners go I hit the flow I spit that gold I speak that talk shit, freak your hoe A toxic boss, my brother frog never lost it Conscience of Bronson, death wish, 38, stuck nose, chrome E.T. drunk, high in LSD, flown home Shown on internet sites, you roam TNZ cheese me, please be deceased You feed on feces, all you can eat buffet like CC's pizza Pepsi colas, popcorn, creature features Culture vultures and leeches, whiskey and soda Dodo birds, ganja, I hate being sober Never home alone, alone, or it's over, I'm contorted Constructed omen, I'm grown and it's showing Briefcase open, glowing Dispersion hemoglobin Sam Peckinpah, rap seminar Repertoire, bars of art, drugs are bizarre Far apart, low budget superstar My B-movie groovy, getting loony with the dooley Boom, bap, boom, box, bully The goonies, sludge, rap, ghoulies Sam Peckinpah, rap seminar Repertoire, bars of art, drugs are bizarre Far apart, low budget superstar
the show. Thank you for listening. You can find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and Buzzsprout. Tap that subscribe button. Live long and prosper.